There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well out there. It is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. And uh, Joe Biden is still the most incompetent president we've ever had. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? You know, yesterday the stock market had some, uh, some volatility. There is a lot going on. We had some of the worst uh, numbers that we've seen in a long time from August in the sense of inflation. The worst since 1979. Next week, the Fed is coming out to make a decision uh, pertaining to a rate hike. And we have here Dr. Kirk Elliott, PA, dual PhD, economist of GetGoldToday.com. Kirk, what the heck is going on with the economy? My word, it's uh, it's pretty wild, Josh, and and we're starting to see now people in the know um, who understand the economy um, really starting to use words like <clears throat> not crash, not correction, but collapse. Um, you know, Ron Paul, former former congressman. Yep. Um, here's here's a headline that he just came out like two days ago. He insists that the U.S. economy's collapse will come and says liquidation is absolutely necessary. So what does he mean when he says the word liquidation, right? Because words have meaning. So basically, in this article, he was talking about how the entire system, as we know it, is based on debt, right? Stimulus money, keeping the markets propped up. um, Stimulus money injected into the housing market. And when you have a system that's based on debt, and then money dries up, there really is no inherent demand for a lot of products, right? So so the liquidation he's talking about is eliminating that debt, which means just letting the markets collapse, getting rid of that excess that was that was propped up with debt and just letting the market run run on its own, right? So so that's his take on it. Um, here's, a, here's another one. Ed Dowd, um, former... Uh, well, he was, he was with BlackRock. He was a fund manager with BlackRock, and he left quite some time ago, right, because he saw the, the writing on the wall. He didn't like the way that the system was run, right? And, and so he's looking for truth and transparency in the system. Well, former, so genius. I've, I've interviewed with him before on different, different shows. Absolute stinking genius when it comes to math and logic and everything else. But, but here's where he said, Global financial collapse, again, same word that, that uh, Ron Paul used, is a mathematical certainty. So when you've got a former equity portfolio manager from BlackRock saying that it's a mathematical certainty, what was the date that he said? The next six to 24 months. Mathematical certainty, there will be a global financial collapse. And so I, I, I see those bigger kind of broad new headlines and so I, I wanted to look into the why, right? Because as investors, we always want to know why, not just that there's some kind of a, a nice headline to talk about, right, or a horrible headline to talk about. But, but here's where I start looking. Um, 
if you look at the debt, which is what Ron Paul said is going to kill, kill the economy, actually right now, as we speak, credit card debt in the U.S. alone just hit a new all-time high of $1.1 billion. Hmm. Okay, so, and I want to I connect a couple dots based on some last shows that, that you and I have done together. Well, credit card debt, $1.1 trillion, uh, that's not static debt, right? That's variable debt. It's not a fixed rate. As interest rates go up, so do your credit card payments. Well, when we're at an all-time high and now rates are increasing, and most of America is kind of living at the mark, right, almost like paycheck to paycheck. Now when your debt payments go up, your debt service, your credit card payments, your car payments, your home equity loans, whatever, well, people are going to stop spending money, right? They're going to slow it down at least. They're going to curtail their spending habits. And, and that will have a negative impact on the stock market in a huge way, which is what we're starting to see. You know, yesterday down 1,200 points. Um, I mean, it's, it's just turning into a bloodbath. But so I started digging a little bit more. And income, you know, personal income in, in America, when you look at, okay, people's income is kind of rising. However, it's not rising as fast as as inflation. So if you look at household income, post-inflation, post-taxes, which both of those are going up, inflation's going up, taxes are going up, household income is now dropping. So average in America now, your income is 3% less. Hmm. Um, Disposable income is 3% less than what all of your costs are, which that's just going to add to more and more debt, right? And so this is kind of the result of Biden's economy of, of printing money like there's no tomorrow to fund every stimulus program under the sun that causes inflation. Then you add to that higher taxes. You add to that income, you know, that your wage earners is not going up as fast as the inflation. Uh, we've got a problem. We've got a serious problem that's brewing and um, there's, there's even more numbers that start to justify this because you and I have been talking about this for a long time. Okay, people are going to slow down their spending. You've got inflation that's persisting. You've got taxes that are going up. But, but it's now manifesting itself in, in a huge way. And, and this one, this next, had, I mean, there's a lot of reports that came out this week, right, which is why I'm just mm-hmm. kind of shotgunning it. But, but unemployment, 3.7%. Okay. All right. You and I both know that that's a bogus number. Most of America can tell 3.7%. I know more people than that, more than 3.7 out of 100 people that are unemployed. Well, it's because the government fudges the numbers. They play with them. So let's say, Josh, you lost your job and you're looking for one and you're beating the sidewalks every single day, pounding on doors, just wondering if anybody will hire you and nobody's hiring you and you get so discouraged that you stop looking for a job. Okay, so here's the question. Does that mean that you're employed or that you're unemployed because you stopped looking? Well, mm-hmm. obviously, you're still unemployed, right? You're just so discouraged you stopped looking for a job. Well, the government doesn't think so. The government says since you voluntarily stopped looking for a job, well, then we're not going to count you anymore in the unemployment number. Same thing for people who are on disability. Uh, they, they're not working. They're getting a disability check, you know, of some sort. And not, not any choice of their own. It just happens. But they're not counted either. Here's the creepy thing. 
when you add people who have got so discouraged they stopped looking for work and the people on disability in this country to the 3.7%, 24% of America is, is unemployed right now. So go outside, walk on the sidewalk, count four people. Chances are one of them is unemployed. I mean, that's, that's how bad it's getting in this economy right now. It's no wonder the stock market's hitting the kids. It's no wonder the government thinks that they have to raise taxes to raise revenue because people aren't spending money, so sales tax revenues aren't there, um, income tax revenues aren't there. And now that real estate's starting to hit the skids, property tax revenues aren't going to be there moving forward. I mean, they, they've, they've created a, a major dilemma for policymakers and for the U.S. economy and for U.S. citizens because their exact policies are causing the problems that we have. Wow. You know, I, I came across this article today that mortgage demand for home buyers falls 29% since last year as interest rates surge past 6%. Um, they're also saying that the Fed rate hike next month or this, this next week could collapse the housing market. Well, it's, it's already collapsing. So if, you, if we look at just the housing market by itself, and, and let's not look at anything else um, right now. So you've got five months in a row that, that um, mortgage applications have been lowering. You've now got um, 20% of every home that's for sale in America is actually starting to lower their prices. Where, where just three months ago, <clears throat> I mean, here in Denver, if, if you were to buy a house, you were looking, um, or wanting to sell a house, you put it on the market within 24 to 48 hours, you probably got an offer that was $50,000 greater than your offer. That's what you needed to do to actually buy a house because it was so hot. How much of a difference it makes four months of rising interest rates. Now, 20% of America is lowering their price. And it's not selling in 24 to 48 hours. These are week after week after week after week. They keep lowering their prices. I mean, this is this is getting going to get squirrely, Josh, because we've had four rate increases, right? 25, a half, three quarters, three quarters. Um, but that's only four. At the end of last year, the Fed announced that they were going to have, um, you know, probably eight to ten rate increases in a row, mm-hmm. which means we still have four to six more rate increases coming. We're not even halfway done with the rate increases, and this is already the damage it's created. It doesn't, the outlook for housing does not look good in, in America, and that could be the pin that burst the bubble on, on everything, just like it did in China. It was real estate that collapsed China's economy right now, which is why banks are running out of money telling Chinese citizens they can't take withdrawals out of their checking account. So right. supposedly the safest asset in the world, your checking account. Not anymore. Not when banks start running out of money. How do banks start running out of money when people don't pay off their loans? What's the biggest loan you can get? A house, right? So, so we've got a problem moving forward with the real estate market as well. It, it, and this is getting serious because we're coming to this point of incredible, I guess, vulnerability within the world. We have the midterm elections coming up. We have the Democrats with radicalized spending. We have the Fed rate that is going to be raised here this next week. Let's talk about more of this here after the break. We'll be right back with more Dark Glenn Show. 
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show, and we're talking about the economy, the state of the economy. We're talking about the housing market. We're talking about the rate hikes. We're talking about the the the, the semi decline in the market yesterday, and and who cares about the rebound today? That is just a retractment. Um, you know, Kirk, we're seeing massive droughts within the West. We had flooding a few months ago in the Midwestern United States. We have the worst drought in history, or sorry, the worst drought in history, yeah, that's right, in China. The worst drought in 700 years in Europe. The worst drought in 1,200 years in the United States of America. We have flooding in Pakistan and India. The supply chain, the agricultural supply chain, is shot. It's done. We are basically running right now on a surplus that was from the backlist of covid what are your thoughts on how this is going to unfold? Well, we've already seen massive inflation, and it's just going to continue because when you have a drought, there's no yield. When there's no yield, there's no food, right? And so the food that's available is just going to be a higher price because it's going to be in higher demand. That's like economics 101. So you've got a – I think what we're going to see is a global food shortage moving forward. Um, prices will, will – skyrocket on food because there's just not much available but but here's the thing if, if there's a drought the 
the farmers aren't being able to actually get wheat or oats or things like that, which feed the animals. Um, so therefore, uh, we're already seeing a lot of like cattle in, in Texas being slaughtered um, because they can't afford to feed them, right? So, so I think what, what comes next is massive food inflation. And already, the price of groceries is skyrocketing. If you were to look at a chart, it's, it's like a, the incline of a roller coaster, right? It's just going up, 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 up. Highest it's ever been in this country, literally. The highest it's ever been. So, so this kind of inflation that we're seeing, the, a study just, just came out. Um, I just read the report two days ago. So inflation is causing people now to curtail their spending, causing hardship for the majority of people in the United States. So in January, you know, a survey, it's an ongoing survey, 49% of America said that that the inflated prices that we're seeing are causing hardship. That's up now to 56%, but here's where the demographic change is is actually changing. So um, the, the, the lower... Um, income earners in America are, are always experiencing hardship, right? It's, it's just hard to survive. It's hard to make ends meet. But now we're seeing upper middle, middle income Americans experiencing hardship. In fact, of that 56% now impacting middle and upper middle class, 12% of that say that the, the hardship is severe. 44% said it's moderate. They're talking to middle and upper middle class America, right? Not just, not just um, the the working poor who whose wages aren't keeping keeping up with inflation, who are ha- struggle every single month after month after month for years. This is hitting middle and upper middle income America. So, so the inflationary pressures are becoming more widespread, impacting now. Fifty six percent of America said it's not just a struggle; it's actually a hardship. And um, 12% would say that that's severe. This is the, the ramifications of bad policy, right? When you print money like there's no tomorrow to fund every stimulus program under the sun, when you raise taxes because government revenue is coming down, they think, ah, if we raise taxes, we can increase government revenue. It's like, no, you can't. When that happens when people have disposable income, but we just talked earlier before the break, that the disposable income is actually now negative. People don't have enough. But but if you had extra money in your wallet at the end of every month, who cares if taxes go up, right, Josh? I mean, you're still going to spend because you have extra money, even if taxes raise, even if there's inflation. But when most of America is now living at the margin, literally most of America is living paycheck to paycheck, and prices go up, taxes go up. They're going to spend less. When they spend less, government revenues come down because the tax base isn't there. See, this is, this is again, bad policy because when people are living at the margin and you raise taxes, you actually reduce government income because people spend less. So this is, this is what we're seeing now is decades of financial mismanagement. It just didn't just start happening. And I mean, Biden's policies amplify it and accelerated everything, but... This has been going on for quite some time. And this is scary. And this might be someone who's listening to the show for the first time or someone who's been a longtime listener and they're hearing this now and they're hearing the progression of what we've been talking about for, for months here. And everything that you and I have talked about in the sense of predictions is really coming true. And that's really the scary thing. So 
how do we protect our investments? How do we protect our 401ks, our IRAs? How do we protect our family and, and the livelihood of our family? Because everybody remembers 2008 and nobody wants a repeat of that. Right. I mean, you, I mean, you, you nailed it. It's like, yeah, we predicted it, sadly. I mean, this is one of those times I wish I were wrong, right? <laughs> so do you. But, but we weren't. We were right because it, it doesn't take a math genius to figure out that you know, ultimately you run out of money. And, and you know, when people are living at the margin, they, they don't have enough to spend. But here's how you protect yourself. So yesterday the stock market came down 1,200 points. What's been going up? So a couple weeks ago we talked about how in any bull market, which means the markets are going up, and it doesn't matter if it's stocks, bonds, real estate, whatever, but in, in, in gold and silver, we're in a bull market. You'll have two steps forward, one step back. Two steps forward, one step back, right? That's just normal. Well, when, when silver was coming down for the last couple of months, it hit that technical threshold, that support line at $18. It dipped just below that at $17.60. I did a, I did a video report to all of my clients and, and spread it out over Phoenix. like, buy as much silver as you can right now. Because historically, when you hit that kind of a technical support line, it bounces up like a trampoline. Well, what has it done? It did exactly that, just because it's, it's math. It just happens, right? So, so we've gone from 1760 to 1960 in a week. We're up 13% on silver in a week. <laughs> Most people would be happy for that to be a return for an entire year. But let me repeat it. It happened in a week. And it's, and it's going to continue on for a while because of the fundamental issues facing the economy of inflationary pressure, high taxes, high interest rates. Um, you know, as a flight for quality, people are looking for safety. They're looking for truth. They're looking for accountability. And that's what you have with silver and gold right now. And that's how you protect yourself with all of the bad news that we went on over on the first segment and continued into the second. But there is hope, right? You can have a smile on your face by allocating properly, given the markets that we're, we're given. Oh, my God. And so, you know, I'm buying silver. I'm, I'm actually not buying any gold right now. I'm buying silver. And, and we're looking at this crisis that's coming. And, yeah, you know, we've had this little increase in, in silver, but it's going to be massive when this thing hits. When this crisis, this financial crisis hits, it's going to be global. And when it hits, it is going to be bigger probably than anything this world has ever seen in the sense of global economic collapse. And the reason I say that is because this is how the globalists are ushering in the Great Reset. This is their plan. We have Executive Order 16047. We have uh, CBDCs, digital currencies. I've talked about this as far back as June of this year. Insiders talking about how the dollar will be dead by January 2023. Um, that we need to prepare. December 13th, November 22nd are two important dates for CBDCs and digital currencies. They are already in position to move in with a whole new financial system, which means that they have to get rid of this one. And so it, it's paramount for people out there to start preparing because they don't care about the little man. They don't care about the low man on the total pole. If you're not in their cool boys club, in their little elitist club, you are going to fall with the economy unless you are prepared. And Kirk, you know, your team can help. Am I right on that? Your team can help people? Oh yeah. It's it's a free consultation, right? We wanna we wanna hear your dreams, hear your aspirations, what do you have? Um, you wanna produce income, you wanna have growth, you just wanna protect yourself, right? First and foremost, 
Protect and preserve is the name of the game because these markets are collapsing. So we can help, whether you have an IRA, an old 401k rollover, um, brokerage account cash that you want to protect, just give our office a call um, or fill out the, the form that you have on, on the, the URL that you put together and get in touch with us. But we are absolutely slammed right now because these markets are collapsing and everybody's looking for help. And, and 90% of the people that call me, more, 99%, let's say, they're, they're gripped and paralyzed with fear. But you don't need to be. And by the time we're done, you know, with the consultation with you, which is absolutely free, you know, you'll probably have a smile on your face like just about everybody that calls us up. Kirk, I appreciate your time, and we're going to see you next week on the Dark Delight Show. Much appreciated, guys. If you want to find Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com, or you can call 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900. We'll be right back with more Dr. Delight Show after this. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. And uh, yesterday, some big news that is going around the truth movement and the conservative movement, and it uh, doesn't seem that any of the liberal radical media is reporting on it. Special counsel John Durham, who was appointed on October 28, 2017, by President Donald Trump to investigate the Russia, Russia, Russia scandal. And this, uh, if you don't know of what this is, let me give you a little rundown of this. So Hillary Clinton, in running against Donald Trump in the 2016 election, started making claims that Donald Trump was compromised by the Russians. He's compromised by the Russians. He's working with Putin. And you got to remember, before 2016, there was a lot of rhetoric coming out of Hillary Clinton and Vladimir Putin pertaining to what Hillary was going to do when she became president in the sense of putting up nuclear defense shields in Ukraine and Turkey and there was a whole Uranium One scandal that we've talked about multiple times before that she really wanted to cover up, that they wanted to, to go back in and, and take over everything. So Hillary Clinton starts in 2016 talking about how Donald Trump is compromised by Russia. Well, what ends up happening is, you know, Donald Trump obviously wins the, uh, the election. And uh, then there's some things that begin to drop. And one of these is what's called the Steele dossier. And so Christopher Steele was a former member of MI6, British Intelligence, and he was working um, as a kind of an independent spy. And he basically creates this dossier, this, this pamphlet of information on Donald Trump. And um, in it is all these accusations and evidence of Donald Trump colluding with Vladimir Putin in Russia to win the 2016 election. And uh, Hillary Clinton... Uh, the DNC and Hillary Clinton's campaign funded, funded this research through a company known as Fusion GPS. And Fusion GPS went out there and, and basically got Christopher Steele and all this stuff and they created this dossier. And one of the main spies that they used for the information in the dossier was a Russian intelligence contact by the name of Igor Dyshenko. Now, this gets really, really complex and that's okay. Um, Peter Strauss who is the FBI agent that was investigating Hillary Clinton's emails, ends the investigation in June of 2016 and starts investigating Donald Trump on around, well, I think it was July 8th, 2016. 
um, and starts investigating the Russian investigation. Now, this was a secret investigation, basically authored through the deep state, the seventh floor at the FBI. And this is around the same time that they have the Steele dossier. They use the Steele dossier to go out there and convince the courts to basically give FISA warrants on Carter Page and uh, Bannon and Trump and everybody else. Um, and FISA warrants are kind of like secretive warrants where they can spy on you and your electrical devices. Now, this is going to be important here in a little while. And so the Steele dossier that was basically funded through the DNC and Hillary Clinton is utilized, given to the FBI. And it's given to the FBI by a guy, a guy by the name of Kevin Kleinsmith, who's a lawyer for the DNC. Okay, Kevin Kleinsmith kind of goes in there and says, hey, I, I came across this dossier and it's kind of concerning with Donald Trump and... You know, I can't tell you where I got it, but, uh, you know, I think you need to investigate this. And everything in this is true. And this is when the FBI picks up the investigation and they begin investigating Donald Trump before the election very, very secretly. Well, what ends up happening is that the dossier ends up being completely falsified. All the information in there is completely fake. Uh, There was a tech CEO in Florida who was working with the DNC, who basically went in there and got some digital data information on banking information between Donald Trump's uh, foundation and Russia and fudged the numbers and fudged the account numbers and all the data and made it look like Donald Trump was receiving money from Russia when he really wasn't. Um, There was severe accusations of people close to Donald Trump and his campaign that were colluding with Russia. This never happened. And so basically, the information that Igor Dashenko gave to Christopher Steele, which produced the Steele dossier, which was bought and paid for by Hillary Clinton, was all fake. And so it was a big smear campaign. But they utilized it in an investigation because they realized Donald Trump was going to win the election. And they utilized it to perform the Mueller investigation. Now, here's the thing. Is the FBI knew that this dossier was fake? And I'll, I'll get to that in a second. This is kind of the revelation that we get yesterday but moving forth is this becomes uh this special investigation to investigate all these trump campaign people and stuff like this is known as crossfire hurricane it was a top secret investigation ran by the lawyer at the fbi lisa page and a guy uh, fbi agent who was actually a cia agent uh by the name of peter strask or strask strask however you want to say it stroke stroke i think is how you say it so donald trump realizes that they're investigating him and how he finds out about this is what we have is called the Trump Tower meeting. Okay. And so before the election, Donald Trump is at Trump Tower. He's there with General Mike Flynn and he's there with a few of his staffers and a guy by the name of Admiral Mike Rogers, who at the time was the head of the National Security Agency of the United States of America. He's an active duty uh, admiral, and he's the head of the National Security Agency. Okay? Admiral Rogers realizes what's happening, that they're spying on Donald Trump. Now, he, he can't get political, he can't get involved or anything like this, but he's really good friends with General Mike Flynn, who is no longer at the DIA. And so Admiral Rogers secretly goes to Trump Tower, walks in the room, kind of puts his, his finger up to his mouth, gets everybody out of the room, away from all electronic devices, and then lets them know what's actually happening, that they're spying on them. During this whole time, a staffer 
to Congressman Devin Nunes by the name of Cash Patel is helping Devin Nunes go through records and start uncovering what's actually happening with the weaponization of the Obama DOJ against then-candidate Donald Trump. And so this is how this conspiracy starts growing up. And this is where you see all these names, Devin Nunes, Cash Patel, all these names today. Um, Cash Patel and Devin Nunes basically uncover, uh, this is Chuck Grassley and Devin Nunes, uncover after the election, right after the election happens and Donald Trump's about to come in, they uncover the fact that Igor Deschenko is this source that they utilized. Now, what's interesting about this is they uncover that Igor Deschenko is a source that they utilized. But Igor Deschenko is not a Russian spy. He's not in Moscow. He's not compromised by Moscow. Instead, he lived in Washington, D.C. And he worked for Fusion GPS. And so the moment that Chuck Grasley and Devin Nunes realize this and basically put out their memo, the FBI goes out there and basically puts Deschenko on the payroll as a confidential informant. Now, this is what the news that broke yesterday. So John Durham um, unsealed a motion, basically of false statements uh, um, in the case against Igor Deschenko, because Igor Deschenko lied. But basically what this uncovers is the fact that the FBI realized that the Senate was investigating this, that they've realized that their informant was Deschenko, who they knew was full of crap. And so they had to protect the information because the Mueller investigation and all this stuff had to continue and they wanted to get rid of Donald Trump. So what they did is they put Deschenko on the payroll from 2017 to 2020 until Donald Trump was out of office. And see, the problem there is, is that once the FBI puts him on the payroll as a confidential informant, basically his name gets sealed and he's protected by the FBI as a confidential informant. And any inquiry into this guy basically gets thrown to the wayside and nobody can investigate him. And he can't be held accountable for anything. So basically, the FBI was covering up the fact that they used a fake informant to produce the Steele dossier, which they utilized to basically persecute Trump for four years. So this is the revelation that came out yesterday. <laughs> so as you can imagine, that's pretty breaking news. But, you know, I was I was talking about it last night with some friends and I said, you know, the, the average American, they, they don't. They see the name Deschenko and Durham and they're like, yeah, whatever. You know, news like that is big to people like me and people like you. But the average American out there, they're average, independent or moderate or even liberal. They look at that and they're like, yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. Just more Donald Trump nonsense. And see, I think that's one of the big problems is people don't truly understand what happened with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. What was going on? The real collusion was not Donald Trump with Russia. The real collusion was Hillary Clinton. The real collusion was Hillary Clinton trying to steal the election through a server put in the Ukraine in a business called Burisma, which the board of directors were made up of Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, um, Carrie's stepson, all these guys. And this server from a cybersecurity company by the name of CrowdStrike was meant to steal the votes using a very, very special mathematical algorithm created in 2001. And that server got shut down on election night. Halfway through the election, that server got shut down. And Donald Trump ends up winning the election. Now, who shut that server down? 
Well, then you got to fast forward to the perfect phone call. The perfect phone call with Donald Trump and Zelensky. When Donald Trump is asking Zelensky, do you got the server? Do you got the, you know, CrowdStrike, the server? This is the server he's talking about. Now, who shut the server down? Why was it in Ukraine? Well, Ukraine is one of the headquarters here for the globalists, for the cabal, for the elite, and for the deep state. But also, it has close proximity, geographically, to Russia. Which means that if they ever got caught, they could just blame it on Russia. Russia was trying to steal our elections. And, you know, this is one of the mechanisms that they were going to utilize to go to war with Russia. And so we begin to see how this all unfolds, right? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. And so we begin to see how this hole, this rabbit hole, goes really, really deep. And so a lot of speculation as to what is going to happen in the next few weeks. There's a lot of evidence that shows that Donald Trump is about to release some massive information. Now, that information... We've speculated Hillary Clinton's emails, Wiener's laptop, Nancy Pelosi's laptop, but these are most likely what's known as the crossfire hurricane binder. 
So in December of 2020, Donald Trump declassified the whole binder on Crossfire Hurricane. This is the special clandestine private investigation the FBI was doing that includes people like John Brennan, McCabe, Rosenstein, even probably implicates Obama a few times in this. Um, the Crossfire Hurricane investigation that basically was stemmed from all of this that John Durham is actually investigating. He declassified it. And he sent it over to the FBI. The FBI came back and said, oh, we need, we need redactions. And he said, oh, we'll approve any redactions. And they made the redactions. And on January 19th, 2021, the day before Donald Trump left the White House, the FBI sent the redacted version back to him. And he declassified it and sent it back to the DOJ to, to declassify. Well, the problem is, is they never released the declassified version. They've held on to it since that day. See, this binder is declassified. It has redactions, but it's declassified. Donald Trump declassified it. And the U.S. government under Joe Biden won't release it to the public, even though it's declassified. So now this brings up the idea, is, is this what they were looking for at Mar-a-Lago? And this is one of the aspects of what they were looking for at Mar-a-Lago was this specific binder, because even though he declassified it, they, they haven't released it, so they claim that it is not declassified. So the rumor is that this is what Donald Trump is potentially going to release to the public very, very shortly. Is the binder that implicates Hillary Clinton, the DNC, various different government contractors, including CrowdStrike and... Um, CrowdStrike, and then as well as high-level people, uh, Fusion GPS is the other, uh, is including high-level people, including you know the head of the CIA, the head of the FBI at the time, the, the head of the uh, FBI's legal, the top lawyer at the FBI. This is Ro Rosenstein, McCabe, this is uh, Barack Obama, this is Hillary Clinton, John Brennan. That's how big this binder is. It is a scandal of epic proportions bigger than Whitewater. Basically, it shows that Barack Obama weaponized his Justice Department. That Hillary Clinton, in collusion with the Justice Department, created a smear campaign against Donald Trump to basically stop him from actually being president for four years with endless investigations and impeachments that were based completely upon falsified information of which all these people at the FBI, including Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and all of them, knew it was fake information. And to think about the power of this, it's like John Brennan, right, the head of the CIA at the time. He comes out and, and he has an intelligence report signed by multiple different intelligence sources, including what's known as the Five Eyes Intelligence. This is multiple countries validating the information of the dossier. But it wasn't true. It was all fake. It was all false. So this is the power of the deep state. This is why they call them the deep state, because this is what they'll do. They'll stop at nothing to get their way to destroy America. And that's exactly what they're doing now is they're destroying America. And not only that is they're destroying the, the, the globe as we know it. The political, the financial, the economic, the social structures, they're destroying humanity's civilization. And now we're seeing is this nuclear rhetoric, right? All this is stemming from Ukraine. We have Ukraine bombing 
right, bombing their own nuclear facilities on, on the boundaries and then yelling and screaming that there's nuclear leakage and that they need to take them back from Russia. Now, a former U.S. general says he is even more concerned about Putin using nukes as Ukraine has made astonishing progress in its counteroffensive. Let me, let me give you a little hint about Ukraine's counteroffensive. This is NATO weapons, U.S. missiles, bombs, planes, drones, and it's various government contractors like BlackRock, Blackwater, sorry, Blackwater, mercenary groups that are working with the Ukrainians. So former U.S. military, paramilitary type of people that are in Ukraine that are launching this counteroffensive. It's a proxy war. It is a NATO proxy war against Russia. Now, what's interesting is China just came out with uh, before Putin and Xi's meeting and said that uh, they're going to back Russia on Ukraine. That's not a good thing. And see, Russia is, uh, is playing the art of war. See, Russia doesn't need to take over Ukraine. They just need to occupy certain regions to keep this conflict going because eventually everything is going to come forth and then that's when the big move comes. But Russia is playing the art of war in the sense of appear weak when really strong. If Russia wanted to, Russia could roll over Ukraine even with Western, westernized weapons and NATO's weapons within 24 hours, probably within 12 hours, okay? If you notice that they haven't bombed the capital city. They haven't bombed anything near Kiev. They haven't decided to go in there and take out Zelensky. They're not reinforcing their troop movements. They're staying primarily on the border states. Why? Because it's a setup. This is a massive war game that is being played out. And they're waiting for the right moment to strike. Or they're just collecting this, the right amount of evidence against the Western nations and NATO of how they interfered with something that wasn't their business. And they broke massive treaty violations, because they are. So we're going to see how this unfolds. I, I, I pray and hope that this does never go to nuclear war. Some type of nuclear incident does not happen. But I've said it before that the deep state, the cabal, the globalists, if they have a threat that they're going to be destroyed and taken down, which there's a very good threat right now that that's going to happen, that they would scorch this earth before they ever gave up power. And we're seeing the potential for that right now. And I don't mean to be the bearer of doom and gloom. But everything that is building up to these events is showing us that the globalists, are on their final stage of their implementation plan of Agenda 2030 of the Great Reset. And a lot of things show us that Donald Trump is about to make a counteroffensive. That Donald Trump and whoever he's working with, potentially military, are about to fight back. And so this is getting really interesting. I just recommend stay safe, stay vigilant. You know, protect your families, protect your uh, your food supply. Make sure that you're going out to My Patriot Supply by going to redpills.tv slash patriot. You're getting stocked up. Make sure that you're, you're, you know, you're, you're getting your investment straight, whether you're out there buying gold and silver with getgoldtoday.com or, or you're out there making other plans and, and taking it through your financial advisor, whatever it is. Just make sure you're prepared because it's better to be prepared for the worst than to not be prepared at all when the, the poop hits the fan, if you know what I mean. Because this is a, a time of great change. This is a time 
when the world is going through a massive transition. And we need to be prepared for everything and anything. So we'll be back with you tomorrow on another episode of the Dark Delight Show. I hope all you guys have a fantastic day. Uh, for some of you, we'll see you tonight on the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. That's at redpills.tv. You can find us there. And I uh, hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.